Welcome, board gaming fans, to the Captain's Log for July 26th. Now, I know what you may be thinking, where's Matt? Why is this episode so short? Why is it on a different day than normal? I feel like the first two kind of answer each other. We marooned him on an island. Everything is going much better. But we also realized that we can't cover everything we want to cover in the normal episodes. There's a lot of releases happening. There's news that we don't have the chance to cover in our soapboxes. And so we wanted to devote some time to cover that quickly and just kind of go through what's happening in the board game world. So I'm joined here by Aaron. Why don't you start us off on some of the upcoming releases? All right. Well, first up off the deck, uh, the the recently announced Z Games, Z Man Games, and Blizzard collaboration of World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, a pandemic system board game, which that's a that's a real mouthful of a title, and that is all officially in the title of the game. It uses the pandemic game system of you know, having that deck where things constantly reseed themselves. Uh, players take on the roles of heroes from the World of Warcraft lore, and you actually get a, a full suite of minis to represent your heroes moving around the world of Azeroth, and you're trying to stave off the Lich King to destroy his citadel and, and save the realm. Looks like it'll be an interesting game. It's going to be sitting at $60, so you're looking at a, a fairly decent-sized game, like you said, with a lot of minis, so looks pretty interesting. Next up, from Horrible Guild, formerly Horrible Games, we have a sequel to the award-winning King's Dilemma, the appropriately titled Queen's Dilemma, which the major change that they've announced so far, they haven't shown off much of the game yet, mostly just the title and some key art, uh, but the, the major change is that there will be a world map. Uh, I don't know if you've played King's Dilemma, but in that game, when you make a, a choice, you're impacting kind of the availability of different resources, and the central board of the game is just a series of tracks that these different icons move up and down. And it looks like in Queen's Dilemma, uh, there's actually going to be a world map where you can rule over different areas, gather different, more different types of resources, and, and exchange with other players, build buildings, improve things. So it looks like it's still going to have the, the same central mechanics there, but just kind of amped up to, to really take the game to the next level. We also have a couple notable expansions that have come out. First off, we have an expansion for Catan. Yeah, they are still making expansions for this game. And it is Catan Treasures, Dragons, and Adventurers. That actually is based off of one of the expansions for the digital version, because the digital version has its own uh, suite of expansions, and it looks like a, a, they're starting to take some of those and, and turn them physical, which is... Uh, I don't know that any other game has had that, had a, a digital expansion that later went to print rather than the other way around. We also have an expansion for Between Two Castles of Mad King Ludwig from Stonemaier Games. The new expansion called Secrets and Soirees expands the game to eight people and includes two new room types, a specialty room, lots of bonus cards, mores of scoring, also includes a solo mode for the game. Well, of course. I mean, it's a, it's a Stonemaier game. They legally can't release a game without a solo mode. That's all the releases that we have to cover for this episode. Now we're going to go ahead and move on to the news segment. Aaron, what's happening? 
Well, uh, we've got some some awards. Uh, not a lot of gaming happened last year, but there were still awards announced. Dice Tower announced their awards for 2020, uh, notably their Game of the Year, The Crew, Quest for Planet Nine, which is a uh, it's a kind of a co-op trick-taking game that works similarly to Hanabi or The Mind. Everyone's got their hand of cards, and you've got to make a set of cards in the middle of the, the board without being able to, to very clearly communicate what you have and what you're going to do. As well, the Spiel de Jahres Awards were recently announced. Spiel de Jahres, their game of the year was the ever-popular micro-macro crime city that just recently got some, some praise and adulation online. And their Kinderspiel de Jahres, which their so the Spiel de Jahres is kind of there. Everyone can play this game. Kinnerspiel is more of, if you've been playing games for a little while, you're a little bit more familiar with things. Uh, that went to Paleo, which I know you guys talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, interesting to note, both of the games chosen for the Spiel des Jahres were actually both cooperative games. Additionally, the Dice Tower Awards, their Game of the Year crew, was also a cooperative game. So cooperative games really having their moment in the sun for sure. And moving into to less exciting news, less fun news, Simon uh, just kind of quietly in an update to the Marvel United X-Men Kickstarter uh, announced that they won't be selling or shipping stuff directly to Norway anymore. They claim that it's it's due to an update on their postal regulations, but there are some, some users over on the board games Reddit that are... Claiming otherwise, you know, there's there's always three sides to a story, so it's it's interesting to to get a different perspective on this. Uh, basically, the the users are saying that these regulations have been in place since forever. It just maybe got a little bit more expensive for Simon. Several of the largest board game convention groups are also adjusting their requirements moving forward with COVID. Both Essen Spiel, Gen Con, and UK Games Expo are all going to require a mix of face coverings or proof of COVID vaccinations as we move into opening up and having conventions again. And what's interesting is uh, while we were putting together the stories here for this episode, originally UK Games Expo announced that they wouldn't be requiring really anything out of their attendees. They said uh, whatever the UK government has set in place is is good enough. And uh, I guess uh, due to a combination of having more time to think about it and possibly some internet backlash, uh, they have revised their COVID protocols to now require some combination of either uh, mask wearing, negative testing, or proof of vaccination. Moving on, one of the developers that we all know and love, Reiner Knizia, has recently cut ties with publisher Grail Games due to a breach of contract. There was a blog post that was put out by Grail Games Several weeks ago, it was since deleted after Reiner Knizia sent out several tweets and legal action was enacted. Among the reasons for the cut ties are that Grail Games was apparently infringing on markets they were not licensed for. In addition to in the blog that was deleted, the publisher was saying some things about the sales of Reiner Knizia's games that I believe went against what should have been put into public information. So it'll be interesting to see where that moves on from here. Yes, this will definitely be a, a story to follow as we continue on. 
And then just to, to end things on a nice, happy note, want to give a shout out to our, our fellow board game content creators, because if we call them that, then legally they have to be our friends. Watch It Played, one of the, if not the most popular channel on YouTube that does board game tutorials, famously not reviews, Rodney Smith. I've actually met him. I taught him how to play a game one time at a convention. It was probably the highlight of my nerd career, and I've just been on a downhill ever since. Uh, and Shut Up and Sit Down, uh, some of, again, if not the most popular reviewers of board games on YouTube, are both celebrating 10 years of content creation and, and existence uh, this month, which is really exciting. I think, actually, they were both on the same day. That's pretty amazing. It's really cool to see these groups that we've known and enjoyed watching for so long really kind of being kind of institutions in the hobby. Happy 10th anniversary to both Watch It Played and Shut Up and Sit Down. They're both, of course, incredibly deserving of it. That's the news for this week. Make sure to join us next week for a normal episode of the podcast, and we will be back here in two weeks to keep you up to date on more news. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. 